Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308 8867. That's 308 8867. Or toll free at 866 308 8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road on a cloudy day. It's a little moist out there, but it's a nice day and lots of folks out here at Millburgers. So, all right, 210-308-8867, the number to call, 210-308-8867, toll free 866-308-8867. And are we ready to talk to Bart? Yeah. All right, we'll get that microphone a little closer to you. I don't know. I'm getting it out. All right. Hang on, Bart. All right. We've got Bart on the line. Bart is a, uh, is he a blue bonnet grower extraordinaire, I guess? Yes. All right. And a Calvin neighbor, really. Oh, okay. Well. I think I think he gives Calvin all the credit. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, yeah, I'm not just giving him something to talk about. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure we get him on the line then if he's giving Calvin all the credit. Hey there, Bart. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. We appreciate those pictures that you sent. Uh, showed them to Milton and uh, Calvin yesterday. I'm not hearing anything here. Uh oh, you probably haven't got you plugged in, Calvin. Yep, you're plugged yeah. in. Okay. But uh, anyway, you, what is that tub that you grew them in? Is that a watering trough or something? Yeah, you know, it's one of those uh, big galvanized buckets, although I um, I painted it so it would be a little more attractive. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and I just and I put um, 18 different plants in that small space. I really crammed it. Wow. It. That's only about, uh, that's about three foot long. A foot high. Yeah, I yeah. wondered if that would work out, but it seemed to work out okay. Oh yeah, that's that's good. That's that that picture is just eighteen plants. That's amazing. <laughs> What'll yeah. happen now, Jerry? Will they get bigger or? How, how? Yeah, the 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 uh, pictures he sent me, which are on plantanswer dot com. Thank you. Uh, in the rotation there on the top of the uh, in the, on the front page. And also, you can click. What you want to do to see Bart is to click on the uh, whole gallery. Yeah, I know. And that, that shows all the pictures yeah. that we've taken. And the pictures look great, but uh, uh, I know at least Bart's garden is spectacular oh, looking yeah. in person. Those uh, the the impact you wanted from those colors when they're planted that close oh, together. Oh yeah. Um, I really there. Did you? Don't I see a purple in there? Uh, to the no, to the left, no, back just left. The red, white, and blue that I got. Okay, but you you didn't have a purple one. No, there was must, no purple. Must one. be my print. Did you? No, no. I think that there were some purples that just snuck in with the blues. Yeah, yeah. I that think, happened because I have some purple too. Uh, they're they're uh-huh. just dark. They're that darkish 
that cobalt blue is cobalt blue the right, deep, the deep right. blue okay. well that was the original well the, we, the thing about well, the blues we we put up with variation in the color of the blues were yeah the, right yeah like right. the whites and the reds are hey what is that, is that burnt orange one still in there bart yeah <laughs> big, big, uh, we big we called those out of there. <laughs> yeah, huh? there's a conspiracy out there to my, keep. My daughter and my my money went to Texas A and M, so we didn't have. There you go. Good man. Uh, <laughs> did you did you have to pull any? Did you have to call any out? No, not yet. But I do plan on. You know, when they start to fade, uh, cut them out. Hopefully, I'll prolong the balloons on that. Yeah, well, if you don't, if you wait too long, you'll, you yeah. see the seed. You'll get well. Of course, he's going to yeah. have all three colors in the seed anyway. Yeah, so that won't be right. a big deal. You you going to wait? What did you say? I, I I missed what you said. No, my, about my plan is to keep you know as they start to fade, cut them out. Just the balloons okay. out. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll get a longer bloom out of them. Yeah, you, know, I, 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 you will absolutely will. Uh, how how I, did you did you just grow those in a regular potting mix? Um, well, I actually make my own potting mix, um, and it's pretty basic. Um, I just combine a pine bark uh, mulch and uh, compost. Uh, but I don't okay. think it has much to do with it. I think it's just uh, plant material. It's pretty basic. Put them in and water them. Yeah. Well, Jer- you got to let Jerry know, too, how much you fertilize. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, that pot I used uh, last year for carrots. Oh, okay. And so, and it yeah, had You fertilized some, it. Well, I fertilized the carrots from last year, but I didn't add more osmocote this time. But I did put a little miracle Grow in it, um... But it was after it already blooms. I don't think it has a lot to do with the uh, fertilizer. But it no, could. I don't know. you you got good color. I, that's what I yeah. tell people when when uh, if you plant them in a flower bed that you had annuals in or right. a vegetable garden that you had vegetables in and you fertilize right. them, oh. then you've got enough residual fertilizer to help a bloom. Yeah. But the yeah, color, the color on the, the color on the foliage is good. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I was very happy with how they turned out. Did uh, most of the whites turn out white? Uh, you know, if you look at them closely, there's a lot of I'll, I'll say coral in it. Yeah, which really has, which has a lot of potential. I would think for you guys, that uh, you can get seems like another color out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the the first blue bond, first color blue bonnet that was uh, uh, registered was uh, one called Abbott Pink, named after Carol uh-huh. Abbott, who started this crazy program forty years ago. Right. But uh, uh, there are some pinks in the white. I mean, some light pink color mm-hmm. in the white. And, uh, you have to be very close to see it. it, it, it any yeah, distance, right. It's hard to see it, yeah. Well, yeah. no, it, it depends on if you're a, a native plant advocate or if you're... Yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the interesting thing about that is when, uh, like I said, the pink one, Car- Abbott Pink, was the first, uh, first one we came up with. 
Uh-huh. And uh, when we put it when we put it out on the market, uh, the naysayers would come up and say, "Well, it's not very pink, is it? You know, it's pretty light." <laughs> and the, this is the only. Are you wink. Oh, yes. This is the only peak that they've seen what? in history. Oh, he's kind of looking, I think he and, was looking uh, for a response. The, all they could do is uh, complain about the light peak. But uh, oh. since since we've come out with the uh, the maroon or red, now the uh, let's uh, re- remind everybody we don't we don't, re- we don't uh, do the pinks anymore. Yeah. Remind everybody yeah. that uh, all all through this history, Jerry's talking about this. This is. Uh, a selection process, right? Not oh, yeah. a real, not a real actor, not a breeding process. Is a selection. Yeah. Well, do you do you don't think I'm capable of getting down on my I, hands and I, knees and? I think you uh, moving de- that pollen around. I, I think you have determined it's not necessary because they naturally produce. That's some right. If color you variation. Them, if, if you, you want to. Yeah. If you want to rogue out. Yeah. Certain colors, you right. get, end up with dominant colors. Like I tell well, people who, three, uh, I tell people who accuse me of breeding, I said A and M doesn't do breeding. We don't do breeding. Wow. <laughs> well, we're into that. We're my, not da- into, my daughter and son are really going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. We're not yeah. into that sexual thing, you know. Goodness. All right. We're taking the show in a whole different direction. Bart, help us. Hey, hey, how many years? How many years does that represent and work those three colors? That uh, let's see, we first started it in uh, 84, 1984, uh, wow. and uh, and uh, to plant the uh, uh flag of nothing but uh, red, white, and blue blue bonnets in 1986, which was a sesquicentennial. Okay, and uh, uh, we we got we had the white then. And of course we had the blue, but we had to use uh, for the red. We didn't have a red yet, or maroon. Uh, we had to plant uh, 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 Drummondi flocks, P H L O X, which is which blooms at the same time the blue bonnet did, and it's really pretty red. But uh, and we've been working on that uh, red and purple and. Maroon ever since then. I th- I thought after we did the blue bonnets at uh, at uh, jo- at Wild Seed Farms that time. I, again, the pictures on plantanswers.com under blue bonnets uh, that we could shut her down, but everybody uh-huh. they won't they won't let me shut her down, Milton. The people that have been volunteering all these years yeah. want to continue to volunteer. Good huh. and the the son of the uh, the son of uh, one of the uh, well the originator of the different colors, the one that would increase the seed for me, Mr. Henry Verstraten out of Von Army. Uh, his son has taken over, and oh, we, wow. we we still plant uh, blue bonnets out on the Verstraten farm, uh, which has been sold to the radio. I mean, to the road, uh, railroad, to the railroad. But uh, he he actually rogues them for us. 
Okay. Wow. Well, you know, he, he he's growing. The, they're growing the blues out there. The royal blues. Okay. Ladybird royal blue. Do you, um, you guys want to? Do you want to get a report from Bart on his uh, uh, petunia? Oh, which one? Uh, yes, you are the one you. The one I on. like, the Laura Bush. Yeah. Yay! What you got, Bart? What's it doing? Mine's going gangbusters. I, I ordered. Uh, <laughs> I I ordered some seed from uh, Wild Seed, and I started them from seed. Um, there was not much to it, although when I got them, I realized after I uh, got the seeds and started planting, they came up all through my yard already, so I'm in the process <laughs> of good, giving them away to people. So There you go. Um, yeah. He, I, did, did the seed from Wild Seed come up good for you? Germinate good? I'd say about 80% germination. Oh, that's, that's good. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they stay in the cotyledon stage for a long time. Oh yeah, and uh, then you turn your back, and, it, and then they <laughs> they overgrow the place. It just it's got it's yeah, one, <laughs> spits and starts. Yeah, yeah. Once they once they uh, get a root established and uh, take right. off, they uh, that, that's what uh, Trace uh, here at Millburger had to uh, realize. That's why they're not transplants available because they do uh-huh. grow so fast in the transplant he had, form. He had to send up a, a set up a production area yeah. to keep yeah. them pruned back so you could sell them. There. Yeah. Every hour there was somebody yeah. cutting the same plants. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're a, a wonderful plant and reproduce, naturalized, but they're they're not. They probably would not fit the description of a disciplined. Yeah, and uh, oh, no. that's a, that's a problem in the nursery trade. And uh, the the growers of uh, Laura Bush petunias say that there's no available uh, plant hormone that will stop them from growing. Oh wow! Good for uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they grow right through all those all those growth uh, hormones. So in yeah. my garden, I've had bamboo, <laughs> uh, wandering Jew, and now uh, Laura Bush. Now Laura Bush. Are you are you the re- regular blue blue Laura Bush or did you try a pink? No, they did. Uh, they're more like a a deep pink. You yeah, know, that yeah, wow. traditional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that color is either. Yeah. Well, we sure appreciate you uh, participating Thanks. in our blue bonnet deal. Yeah, you did great. Those are beautiful. Yeah, and thank thank you for sending the pictures. Do you have well, any out in your yard rather than in a container? I have some uh, along my driveway, uh, not any red, white, and blue, but just the regular blue bonnets. Uh, no, that's the only one I have is the red, white, and blue in that bucket. Good. Okay. Yeah, it worked out yeah. very well. Thanks for all you work with that. I know that represents a lot of work. Oh, yeah, about 30, 40 years worth. Of, yeah. And, wow. uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of volunteer work, too. Uh, oh, yeah. From, from the farmers to the... Uh, large master, farmers and gardening prior, volunteers, burbies. yeah, and uh, master gardeners, yeah, master gardeners. Uh, weeding that's what we had to weed them, that's the main problem with them. Oh, I bet. but uh, but the interesting thing about it is, and people always say, Well, how much did that cost you? and nobody made any money out of that, uh, the farmers didn't, and uh. Uh, everybody did it just for the hell of doing it. Yay. 
Good. That's amazing. So anyway, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. uh, also, it'd be interesting to fi- find follow your uh, plants, see how long you can keep them going. Just let them bloom oh, until the until you see those little bean seed pods. Just little, they're little bitty thing, and then right. that's when you that's when you remove the bloom stalk. That's the plan. Yeah, I'm sure, you you're going to get him to put, to uh, prune those uh, <laughs> seed pods off. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'll do it. Mel- Milton's already said that uh, he wants to do it next year, right, Milton? What? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. The red, right, and blue. Absolutely. All I have to do is come up with the seed. Milton. That's it. <laughs> and get the grower to grow them. Yeah, that, how hard can that be? Uh, <laughs> but I, I appreciate everybody that participated. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe a lot of people have called in because there was one person that got a whole flat. Oh yeah, so if flat, you, and they haven't called in. Yet. Yeah, we need some more call-ins and get some more pictures and see what they what they're yeah, looking like. But you you did a uh, uh, great job on those. Bart, you don't have any Rio Grande gold pepper seeds, do you? <laughs> No, but I did harvest a mess of them a couple of years ago for you guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, was that? that yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found out you had enough already, so. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh. Well, we got, yeah. I, I probably kept any that were harvested and... Uh, uh, to get Milton off my back, I may go into my refrigerator and see where yeah, I just, can find some seed. I'll you never think, know. If it yeah. doesn't germinate, you just blame me. Mm-hmm. How will I know? And they'll never know. <laughs> and, uh, well, someday maybe Milton will figure out that he's got to collect some of that seed. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, my, my, the, the general public does not save seed. No. Uh, I'll t- I tell the story about Oscar Okra. When we, when it first came, when we started for, first carrying it around to all our garden presentations, all over the hill country and everywhere else, I told people, I said, I'm not bringing this seed every year, <laughs> so you save your seed. The very next year, for two or three years in a row, they'd come up, hey, that okra's good. Did you bring some more seed? <laughs> <laughs> what did I tell you? <laughs> and that's why we named it Oscar, because the only one that would produce the seed oh, was, that, was Oscar Hahn out, oh, okay. out of New Braunfels. So anyway, uh, yeah, now one, one, thing, one piece of advice I'd give you uh, uh-huh. uh, when you're trying to keep them going is uh, you need to add, add some uh, extra fertility. Okay. You can you can do that with liquid like Miracle Grow, right, or something like that. Uh, I, I don't, they they won't last long enough for Osmocote to do any good. Okay. But uh, so I would use a, a water soluble fertilizer like twenty twenty twenty. I'll do that, and I'll send you pictures. There you go. See how long you can keep them going. Uh, yeah. Carol Ab- yeah. Carol Abbott's son. Kept a blue bonnet plant going for uh, over two years. Gracious! Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah, because uh, they, as long as you keep the seed off, huh? They they keep uh, trying to make seed. Wow! Even even in, even in the even know, in temperatures the get ninety five degrees. Yeah, so. yeah. Huh. Okay, well, but Bart, we sure appreciate for. you participating. Oh sure, sure. Enjoy doing it. 
Okay. Thank you so much yeah, for sitting in care. the picture. Yeah, too. thanks. Oh, sure. Bye, Bart. Bye-bye. Take uh, care. Anything Calvin can do for you while we got him here? <laughs> no, but we, we lost him. Okay, we're going to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Bill Berger's Gardening South Texas coming up, and we want some more Blue Bonnet reports. Uh, I got one on 1604 that I'll tell you, or if you're doing the red, white, and blue, tell us about it. Yeah, and actually a little closer to 35. It's a great uh, stand. Yeah, I noticed that when I was driving out. I said, Gosh, here they all are. Yeah, we're talking about them, and they're right here. I'll take a quick break and come back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Millburgers works hard to make sure that when you come there, you know you're going to find the plants that grow well in this area. You're going to find the products that keep those plants healthy and happy, and you're going to find people that can keep you in the know with how to care for those plants. And right now we're going to talk about some of those plants. Millburgers has a big sale right now on impatience and begonias because I'm going to put those two together because right now they're priced to plant in mass. They're just 98 cents each for impatience in the 4-inch pot and 98 cents each for begonias in the 4-inch pot. And you can get a lot of them and plant them in mass and just have an instant boost of color to your yard. Right now, you'll find drift roses on sale at Millburgers in the 3-gallon container, just $18.88. You'll find Mexican heather on sale, fruit trees, and much, much more. Check them out at millburgernursery.com or come by and visit with Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. We'll See you there. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. We talk a lot about Spider-Man termite and pest control. So if it's bugging you in your house, give Warren Remy uh, and Spider-Man a call. Warren has been doing this since 1976, and he's the guy that... He must really be an old man. He must be. He, he, he's, he's, he's a spry old man, too. Uh, he's he's <laughs> he, out there... Uh, out there hunting and fishing, and he doesn't, <laughs> nothing keeps worn down. He's doing pretty good on his commercials, too, I hear him. Yeah, when he does, yeah, Warren does good good commercials as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but Warren and the gang have been doing this since 1976. What I like about it, too, is that uh, Warren is one of the uh, the few. Uh, Places in San Antonio Pest Control Companies has kind of withstood the test of time, local, local owned, family owned. Uh, and uh, so Warren has seen it all and tried it all. He experiments with a lot of different stuff to, uh, to see how things will work uh, because customers are always asking about uh, different approaches to it. And so uh, if you are interested in organic, if you're interested in synthetic, he's going to sit down and talk with you about the different uh, solutions and uh, what his experience is and how they will work. I use the hard stuff. I know your your house glows. You, you, I hear it after Warren comes. You can read. Yeah, like without I, the lights on. Like I told Warren, I said, I want that stuff to be so strong that when a dog walks through it, it'll kill fleas on the dog. Wow. Well, you, that may not be your style, uh, but Warren can help you because he's got some cool stuff. That I'm kind of I'm kind of excited, and so are the people that are. Uh, Doing the butterf- uh, promoting butterflies. Yeah, that that that, that mosquito. Yep, the into care mosquito yeah, trapping has really got the potential to control the mosquitoes, which you need to do for your family, but also not to detra- detract from the butterfly populations. Yeah, uh, Warren was one of the early folks to get that. Um, I maybe one of the only folks in the city that has the into care mosquito trapping system. 
And with uh, the mosquitoes will be here soon, so you can find out about that. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or online at GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867. Franklin is on the Rhine. Hey, Franklin, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, you fabulous guys. Boy, it's crowded over there. One second, please. Yeah, give me... This is going to sound strange on the radio. Are you ordering food while we're talking? Uh, are, you, are, are you in the drive-thru, Franklin? I'm sorry, man. I didn't... Yeah, all right. Tell her, tell her what you want. Two egg McMuffins, please. Okay? That's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Drive around, please. I'm telling you, man, the timing is incredible. Uh-huh. But, uh, okay, look, I, I'm throwing potatoes again this year, and I, I put them in, uh, I mounted up the soil and everything, put them in, put a lot of fertilizer in the soil. Uh, first question is, uh, if I want to increase my production, should I continue fertilizing through the season? And the second question is, is I, I'm going to try this because I heard somebody was doing this. When you first get the uh, first leaves up, you cover it again with either uh, uh, a garden soil or uh, a compost, and then you just keep doing that and build up the mound as it goes, uh, and uh, then when it flowers, uh, then you stop doing that, and then your potatoes, you'll get a better production off the potatoes. What do you guys oh, think pot- about Oh, potatoes? Potatoes. Oh, oh yeah. Potatoes. potatoes. Yeah, that's the traditional way. I, I thought you were talking about tom- tomatoes because I had somebody come up and it was going through this elaborate thing, and I said, well, that that sounds like fun for you and it gets you in the garden, but I don't think you can justify it in terms of new production. Yeah. But, but potatoes... Well, that, uh, that, 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 old, that, re- that uh, recommendation uh, works in the north. Of north where the, where the temperatures are cooler, and they'll set potatoes longer. Potatoes but, or tomatoes? Po- t- tomatoes. Tomato. I mean potatoes. 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 But uh, you know when the temperature gets a certain high heat, uh, the uh, potatoes quit setting setting their fruit. So that that that's a key. It's this, yeah. this period. Potatoes. I'm talking about potatoes. You're right. right. Uh, potatoes. We're on the same page. Now, la- last year, last year in my garden, it really worked. Uh, but Jerry's right. In past past years, I've had. It's, it seems like I haven't gotten much of a yield, even though I've done that yeah. uh, mounding well, you up. Know, you, you, I, I, last time I got about uh, uh, two or three big ones off of each plant, and then a whole bunch of little ones, several more yeah. smaller. That's Stuff about like right. That. Yeah, but uh, about the uh, I was about the half, see if I could, the half you know, or a third of the yield of a northern garden. Oh yeah, okay, but but it's not going to do me any good to uh, mound it up that way as the as as the, uh, the the leaves begin to show and you know cover them, make them come through again. No, <laughs> it'll it'll help to have it. They produce uh, 
the uh, potatoes right above where the seed piece is, where you plant the seed piece. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, after it sprouts, uh, if you look when you're pulling potatoes up, you see they all come up above. They're put on little stems uh, right above the seed piece. So it would be important to have the three inches above there. Right, the seed piece. Yeah, Yeah. so the more you can add, the better. Because I didn't, well, I didn't yeah. planted them kind of shallow. I didn't plant them deep, thinking that I'd mound it up as they as they went up, and that would give more uh, stem. Because you know how you have your potatoes; they sit on the side of the board and they start. You put them in your closet and they grow like crazy, you know. And oh you have yeah, three feet of potato vine. <laughs> but I thought maybe you know, if it had more vine, I'd be able to get a better production. Uh, that's true. Like I said, when the temperatures stay cool. Yeah, but once but, you get uh, above, I, I, yeah, our temperatures so. get so hot in the summer that uh, they quit producing potatoes. So now this is kind of contrary to the advice we've been given all along. So everybody that yeah, don't panic. Just mound them. At least bring them up to level. Yeah, soil level, and then uh, uh, see what happens in our yields this year. They won't be hard. Will be hard pressed to match the yields of last year. They were, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. We Thank you for real good yield. Uh, now, uh, do you recommend uh, using just a good garden soil, or would it be better to use a compost? I, I think uh, on, pota- on potatoes. On potatoes, yeah. I think you you do well in compost. The best okay. the best potatoes I ever grew. The most potatoes I ever grew. That's true for sweet potatoes too. We're in containers. Yeah. And uh, we're in containers. Yeah. But uh, the uh, if I remember right, those uh, potato fields in northern Minnesota, they do it peat soil. Yeah, right. right. Nothing, nothing else really. Well, yeah. Grows in it. All the organic material. Yeah, Pretty right. acidic. Yeah. yeah. I grew. I grew uh, them I in. Uh, just use straw. I grew them in uh, cedar. In Malcolm Beck Cedar one year, well several yeah, years, yeah. and uh, yeah, that that, they're down. easy to harvest out of that. So yeah, yeah. I, I would vote for the. What are you fertilizing them with? I'm just using the uh, the standard slow release uh, lawn fertilizer. Okay, that'll work. Thanks, yeah, Franklin. And, and, yeah, enjoy well, those egg McMuffins. Enjoy you some meals. Yeah, I was going to get up and else, but I just couldn't communicate and, and talk right. to you guys. I can't believe <laughs> I got okay. dirty as soon. Usually I have to wait for a little bit. I was going to talk to you, but there was so we many people. We knew where you were, there. so yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, take, my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You too, Frank. Take care. Trace. Oh, hang on one sec. Sorry, sorry, Trace. There we go. Yes, did, did I miss the free breakfast that I did? No. Miss the ordering of? <laughs> no, what you, what you missed was Franklin is on the line. Go ahead, Franklin. Now, how am I looking at how I get your line? No. Hold on, I gotta do this. <laughs> Franklin, are you, are you in the? I could have yelled out my order. No, you could have. You could have had a chance, and Franklin would have had to pay for it. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, we're not going to do that to poor Franklin. Trace is up on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Oh, it's another wonderful day in the neighborhood. I think the tomatoes have kind of thinned out. Yeah, you have yesterday. a few less than yesterday. Well, not only <laughs> tomatoes. Look at the milkweed. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's another hundred of those tomorrow. So Good. We'll be and good. I saw you were getting selling some mist flower, too. So, sold way down on the mist flower. More coming tomorrow. 
Good. Very Good cool. Deal. Well, we, of course, we haven't heard anything about Porter Weed yet, have we? No, we have not. No. <laughs> The, is that grown in a greenhouse somewhere? I, I guess. I don't think that they when they grow it. I think it's outside. I think it's under shade. Oh, okay. What's Florida, that? they do. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, when I, we get them from a local guy that's uh, up off of uh, I ten, I believe. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. So, Trace, there's so much to talk about. Where do you want to start? Well, let's go with what you got pulled up. Cause, All right. Uh, that that's easy to remember. All right. So uh, next Saturday from ten to two. Uh, members of the San Antonio Rose Society are going to be here at Millburgers. They'll set up a table and a tent, and there'll be a number of different people. And uh, are they going to have them amongst the roses? The, they will be amongst the roses. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you can't uh, get them to go anyplace else. We'll, we'll, That's true. We'll, 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 we should have a tent Yeah. Um, where some of them will sit down. But uh, the, the bulk of it is one-on-one. Yeah, so one-on-one we, sessions. We, no, we, that's the cool part. When you come in, clear. you get to talk to a, a rosarian, and you get to pick their brain individually. And I suggest doing more than one rosarian, because they're all oh, going to have different opinions of different roses. We talked to an author yesterday of a book about uh, Container. containers and fragrant plants. And uh, we mentioned this program again. He s- suggested that's one of the best ways to get to find Fragrant plants. We're always lo- roses. Fragrant roses. We're kind of. Some people have kind of lost track of their favorite roses. Yeah. And uh, the these our rose society folks will be able to put you on the the leads with the plants that are actually there uh, that have fragrance. Uh, on that note, I, I have no choice but to bring in the last of my grandma's yellow booking. Otherwise, they're going to sell it out from underneath me. Oh so, no! Uh, we, we got about. 75 or 80 coming in this week. All right, that's great. Even, even though we have some now, we really didn't need them. I didn't want to uh, yeah. to lose them. <laughs> well, so let's let's mention that too. Then, if uh, folks are interested in the Grandma's Yellows, this is the last this is the last guaranteed uh, okay. batch coming in. All right, so you might want to call the nursery at 210-497-3760 and tell them to put aside one, two, three, four, how many however you want. Let's remind them why it's desirable. This is one of the t- tough modern roses yeah. that's been identified that you can grow successfully, get blooms. You can get some, some of the buds are kind of right. floral quality without having a extensive spray program. And it's a real yellow. <laughs> it's not a green yellow. No, right. It's not a white yellow. It or is a, a deep yellow. They, they tried to sneak a Julia, si- uh, Julia Styles. Child in. Styles. <laughs> uh, they, and uh, for when they first introduced it, they called it yellow. And uh, me and some of the uh, growers got back with them and said, that ain't yellow. You want yellow? We'll show you yeah. yellow. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't yellow. And uh, and right. I've got pictures of Grandma's yellow next to that same rose. Oh. And uh, you no see comparison. it in a picture. Yeah. To, uh, and quite, quite often it's a, the yellow is a golden. Yeah, right. A, a gold, which is fine. And golden flowers are nice. But, yeah. But if you, you're looking for a yellow, this True is a yellow. real yellow. Yeah. It's, the, uh, it, it's on its own root system, isn't it? I think they root those. I have to go look at them. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. I bet they are. So that's coming up next Saturday uh, as part of the first week of the anniversary celebration here at Millburgers. Do we know what year? Uh, 41, I think. Wow. <laughs> How about that. The uh, Then the week after that. Almost been around longer than I have. <laughs> 
Um, By a few years. The 28th is going to be another big weekend. Oh, that's uh, lots of stuff for that. So yeah. we got the blood drive happening. Uh, we've got the Lions Club here for uh, the eye exams. Yep, screening for kids and adults. Rodriguez? He, we're getting there. Uh, well, yeah, he's he's, he's going to be there, too. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe he should get his eyes checked, too. There you go. Uh, so on that on that note, uh, for, the, <laughs> for the Lions Club, this whole month we're uh, we're actually collecting um, gently used glasses, prescription glasses. Yeah. And um, we do have a box set up all the time uh, in, by the inside register. So I want to tell you on those, you can uh, bring those in at any time, uh, you know, before but the 28th, I suppose. Uh, so just and and. You know, they're, they're just sitting in your drawer right now doing nothing. And in Calvin, they're all in his car. But, uh, not, well, not anymore. The last, <laughs> oh, you brought the them last in. drive, yeah. I brought them all in. Um, and it's amazing. Of course, I'm 70-plus years old, but I'm, I think I had about uh, 25 <laughs> pairs of old glasses. So I had a side thought because everybody's prescriptions change. Right. So there's bound to be, uh, you know, if you wear glasses, you, ha- you have something in a drawer somewhere that doesn't meet your... Uh, yep your qualifications anymore yeah and last year we uh, talked to them about i couldn't figure out how they could give all those different prescriptions away you know for that people could use them and so they take the uh well, they, they take the lens out yeah and replace them i well, guess they, they fit the fit the kids that are going to get them and uh, put the correct yeah. lens in the frames yeah well and it's not just kids yeah it's adults too well, yeah right I think they do a little of both. It sounded like we'll have to call and check, but I they, think they also... They help people. Like, yeah, there you go. We'll That's all that. that matters. Your glasses, your donation can go from the drawer to actually helping someone and, and improving their life. Well, so that's, that's Saturday the 28th from 9 to 2. Now, the uh, the Milton, your uh, prediction and or your description of the problem collecting blood is especially real right now with the uh, virus situation right oh okay so this yeah so this blood collect this is going to yeah. be really important and, and i do encourage people to sign up on their online site yes because that that tells them how many buses to bring and it helps them and it helps the people behind you and it helps you because uh you you're in and out faster yeah you're in and out faster you and have an appointment well, and we expect they will they will be uh, do a good job too to protecting everybody that participates. Oh, absolutely, I'm sure they will. So on that day, I believe uh, David's going to be here. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's going to be talking it's, about uh, tomatoes. Vegetable and, 101. Yeah. yeah, that'll be harder to protect people against David. Uh, <laughs> tomatoes 101 and spring vegetable garden. Yep. What day is that? That's 10 to 11 on the 28th. 28th. March 28th. 28th. So my lots of stuff happening that day. My column is next Saturday is on tomato growing too, and the top Perfect timing top yeah, tomato contest. Yes, oh good. Um, let's see. I think that's it for that day. All right. So that's next two weekends are going to be packed full of stuff here at Mill Burgers, including yep. some great specials on great some specials, anniversary type deals. So yeah. uh, things that you only see on sale once or twice a year. Yeah. So you want two weeks in a row. Um, you can Bathroom? Wednesday it comes out. Either comes out Wednesday. Building. All right, so uh, that's the ad. So uh, uh, starting this Wednesday, you go to millburgernursery.com and you can see the 
the sale items. And you, you can go, also you, find out about these events. Na- you can, yeah, you can go there now, and you actually see what's on sale right now, too. Absolutely. Although, although we'll talk about that. All right. <laughs> so let's. you want to talk about what's on sale right now? Sure does, too, what's on sale Okay, right well, what's on sale right now? Uh, we've got, got 4-inch Impatience. We've got 4-inch Begonias. Right. We've got Drift Roses, and that's a good deal in the Drift Roses. Uh, tomatoes. So the four inch and the four and a half inch tomatoes are on for a dollar eighty eight. Running a little lean, but there's still some there. And, and uh, we'll have new delivery next week, Mon- right? Monday or Tuesday. Um, Mexican, Mexican heather. heather. Everybody likes that. That's, they do. That's hard to keep. I know when you all put and it on sale. It's great to plant near a vegetable garden because you bring the bees in and they can help you do the pollinization of uh, of your fruit. Yeah, they got. That's a big plant that they've got a picture of. You there it is. Think of Mexican heather. They're right by, right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it looks like we a got fruit trees on special. We've got the uh, Landscapers Pride Gardener's Magic, and that's a great organic soil. In fact, every whiskey barrel that we have planted up for show is done with uh, Gardener's Magic. All right. Very cool. All How right. How much is it? Uh, it is on sale for four eighty eight. Four eighty eight for a one point five cubic foot bag. And then they got the natural, Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer. 612. So if you're an organic person, it's great to go. You can go ahead and do that now uh, on, yeah. for your yard. Uh, the organics can be done earlier than uh, synthetics. Okay. And it's got micro. It's got micro. micro rises. Yes. And it, Fun guy. What I always do is put mine in the corner. And listen to the little mycorrhizae in the bag. No one puts mycorrhizals in a corner. <laughs> well, he, he does that while he's down on his hands and knees uh, yeah. talking to the blue bonnets. Uh, That's right. And, and the mycorrhizal fungus. Speaking of blue bonnets, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I did find some more blue bonnets that uh, are going to come in this week. They'll be a little more oh, expensive. Wow. What? But they're going to be in six-inch pots. And, oh, okay. Uh, it's two colors. I think it's that... that I don't want to say unpleasant. That Aggie color. Oh, that, uh, and that then some blue. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. And is it, it time? It is. Time for the plant, plant of the weekend. There you go. <laughs> right on cue today. That, he, he's, he's, he's ready. ready. Yep. All right. So uh, we always try to introduce new or things that we haven't had in a while. So this is a Chinese ground orchid. So uh, it can be used in a, as a ground cover in our area in a shaded circumstance. has real pretty foliage uh, and a beautiful purple bloom. Uh, we've got about 40 of them left, I believe, from, okay. from yesterday. I they're, encourage you to look them up online. They're running twelve ninety nine, and if you if you have problems doing ground covers in a in a shaded area, you've had issues growing other types of plants. This could meet your your uh, your criteria. Yeah, it's very pretty. Look look for it online. A, a beautiful purple flower and uh, a nice rich. Uh, so I envision Hank coming to buy some of these. Oh, I've seen pictures of her yard. And okay, it's very shaded. Wow, this is like you now have. Uh, this is the idea we're talking about. Like <laughs> they've already got their their clients in mind when yes. they're purchasing plants. Going, oh, you know who would like this? Hank would like this. So, Hank, we, we hope to see you soon. Um, all right. Cool. Is, what else? Is there only one spike per plant? Um, I don't know. There's only, there's only one set of roots that uh, that is safely planted in the ground. Okay. Right. But I'm talking about the spikes. Oh. Uh, they look like they come out of the they center. They come out of the center. So you, the bloom comes out of the center. So and you have to keep getting more. That's why it's, it's considered so it a ground to, cover. So the plant has to get bigger before and, it has more bloom. And multiply. There yes. you go. 
Wouldn't it be ironic if we had a, we had uh, we've had a couple of people talking, complaining about the rain lilies in their lawn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and if they they like these but don't like rain lilies, uh, but th- this is kind of on that model. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, small, sure. lush-looking plant. So they're really good at the shade. Well, yeah, okay, that's that'd cool. be good. They're kind of like a ground cover in the shade. All right. Anything else going on, Trace? I think that covers the bulk of it. <clears throat> All right, we got to take a break. We're up right up against one. So 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9:30 a.m. Yeah. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Millburgers works hard to make sure that when you come there, you know you're going to find the plants that grow well in this area. You're going to find the products that keep those plants healthy and happy, and you're going to find people that can keep you in the know with how to care for those plants. And right now, we're going to talk about some of those plants. Millburgers has a big sale right now on impatience and begonias because I'm going to put those two together because right now, they're priced to plant in mass. They're just 98 cents each for impatience in the 4-inch pot and 98 cents each for begonias in the 4-inch pot. And you can get a lot of them and plant them in mass and just have an instant boost of color to your yard. Right now, you'll find Drift Roses on sale at Millburgers in the 3-gallon container, just eighteen eighty-eight. You'll find Mexican Heather on sale, fruit trees, and much, much more. Check them out at MillburgerNursery.com or come by and visit with Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. We'll see you there. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. If you've uh, heard Barry Hagendorf, who advertises on the station, talk about deck and patio care, you've heard, you've heard him say that deck really can look new again. Well, he's got his new website up, and it looks great at deckandpatiocare.com, and I want to encourage you to go because uh, the pictures tell the true story and that you'll see a lot of before and after of uh, these decks and uh, patios that he's helped uh, maintain or even uh, just almost refurbish, but uh, with stain and sanding and all the good stuff that he does uh, and sealing them again. And they really do look new again. Uh, You'll be really surprised. He does fences, pebble stone cleaning and sealing, deck repair and construction, deck cleaning and sealing. Uh, Check him out at Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. It's deckandpatiocare.com. Uh, but Dex, uh, Barry's been doing this since the mid-'80s and uh, is uh, what I call a, a deck and patio geek. Loves his stuff, loves uh, talking about it. So uh, you will learn all about it. Ask him all the questions you want. He has got the answers at Deck and Patio Care. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Or online. Again, go by and check it out and see what your deck and patio ca- can look like again. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, deckandpatiocare.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Um, so I had a question. So with my uh, Laura Bush petunia uh-huh. that is doing really well, uh-huh. that one little container. Good. If I wasn't worried about it being invasive. And, uh, <laughs> it's not invasive. Oh, invasive. Okay, so... Well, uh, what Bart, you know, and y'all were describing sounds like if you just 
give it an inch, it'll take two inches. Well, uh, it's not. It's, it's a, it's spread a, seed. Oh, okay. It comes up from seed. So how do I get my, because uh, I've seen, like I mentioned before, a bed where they had nothing but them, and it was just, it was incredible with the color. So how do I get the ones that I have? You do like Bart did and plant them in a, in a contain, uh, containers or in a, a flat and just transplant them out of there in rows. All right. So, but I got to have, I, do I get the seed or I, do I take the plants and why do I remember you cut them and then just toss them in the bed? And That's what you do. Okay, the seeds uh, are stuck the, to the leaves. The, the simplest way for Milton to do it <laughs> What's is uh, let your plants that you've got grow big and tall. All right. And every, everywhere it blooms, it'll have a seed pod. Or most, most of them have seed pods. Okay. Which contain a multitude of seeds. And uh, since I know you won't cut them back, no. trim them back every now and then, Eventually, that plant will uh, de- decline. No, yeah. they get they get just get leggy. Yeah, get leg it gets leggy. All right. Well, now I'm tempted Mel- to cut it. Melton won't cut it. I might now. Uh, he will when it gets really <laughs> severe leggy. Uh, you cut it. Cut it. Well, you, all right. All you, right. You need to cut it before it really gets bad. Okay. To get, uh, as, so once as I Greg cut it, says tidy the plant up periodically. So once I tidy the plant up, yeah. Do I take my clippings of the yeah right and just kind of sprinkle it in the bed? Well, if you're going to tidy the plant up, wait till you get ready to pull the whole plant up. Well, uh, why doesn't he just order some seed from Wells? I seed could do farm. that too. No, he no. and uh, the and seed's just, too small. And spread that seed where, where you want it to grow. A little patch, a little patch here and a little patch there. I have seen the seeds. It's like small. Yeah, yeah. Pepper is bigger than that seed. <laughs> I think he'd be better to let God plant them. Okay. Well, and God planted the one I have now. I know it, and it's doing well. Yeah. So, so uh, when the when that see the reason Milton won't tidy the plant up is because it'll have blooms on it. Exactly. And he's not going to cut a bloom off. Or no. his wife's not going to let him cut a bloom off. No, neither one. So, uh, so. But Laura's into managing. She managed that. Yeah. We've <laughs> got the, uh, the blue bonnet. She did the yellow, the grandma's yeah. yellow, which, by the way, <laughs> look, is getting, has like half dozen blooms on the grandma's yellow. Yeah. Yeah, it's ready to, to go gangbusters. <laughs> so let it, let it go. Let it decline. And before, you know, as it, it quit kind of quit blooming, mm-hmm. and the foliage is, uh, like Calvin said, the stems are long and, and leafless and whatever, then you pull the plant up and put it and put it where you want the petunias to be next year. Okay. That's the way the old-timers used to do it all the time. You can even, you can even just cut the top off if you want. Okay, and then just... Uh, um, I was going to mention something else. We were talking about that, and now I've forgotten. But oh, it was, good. Uh, we, see, we mentioned the grandma's yellow that's getting ready to bloom. Oh, we mentioned yeah. the uh, the petunias that are doing really well. Yeah. Uh, that would be, that'd be interesting when the Rose Society people here. Remember in the old days, Jerry, Jackie and a lot of them were not prone to be advocates of the tough modern roses. Not prone? No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, you're putting it kindly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But uh, I, 
uh, I think some of the uh, some of them have uh, come to appreciate the uh, yeah. and, and so and, it'll be and, interesting to see how they this uh, group reacts and where the, how they recommend the tough modern roses. Yeah, and I think uh, the uh, in their rose shows that they have. They have a section for... They have a category? Yeah, for category that. Oh, for wow, antique they didn't, roses. That's new, I think. Yeah. Did they ever have that before? Uh, when we used to go... three to, or four years. Okay. Yeah, it's not story. a long history. Yeah, yeah, wow, that's great. So uh, it, it doesn't compete with uh, the cut roses. No, know. but still... <laughs> so Belinda's Dream can be in that? Yeah, yeah. They were always kind of... And that's usually the one that's in there, Belinda's okay. Dream. Okay. Ooh, I should. When when is the rose show? I should enter my grandma's yellow. I don't know if we're going to have a rose show this year. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it might be postponed. We got about a minute and a half. Do you? Are you going to yeah. bring up the? Uh, Look at there. I, there's an old guy coming down there. Oh Lord, have mercy. Hey, that, Cliff. That's a guy that was looking for the blue bonnets yesterday. Uh, while planting, did you say there's some right across the road here? Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, just on the freeway park. Oh, okay. All right, we've got about 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, we got a note from the gardening volunteers of South Texas about the Water Saver Landscape Design School. And uh, he said the first landscape design school was to, uh, for 2020 was held on March 7th, and it was sold out. Yay, good. Our next school was set for May 30th, and it's still open for registration. So... Uh, now, now's the time to sign up for the extra school that will be on April 11th. All right. At the San Antonio Botanical Garden, the program will begin with a with sign in at 8 p 8 a.m. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up after this on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I want to remind you, all the activities that we've talked about coming up in the next two weeks here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, you'll find all the details, all the specifics at millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com is where you'll find out uh, what's going on, uh, what, what time things are. All of them are free. So, uh, you know, just uh, check it out at millburgernursery.com and uh, find out more. All right, our phone number here at Millburgers, we're here for another hour, is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So, okay, so I got my marching orders on the petunias, the lower bush petunias. I'll get that done. And then I was trying to think if I had, oh, my poppies are blooming, my maroon poppies. Oh, they really? Yeah, I got two of them. They're, we, yeah. We, we, are they maroon or are they red? No, these are these are pretty maroon. They're almost a blood red. That's that, right. That, That's yeah. what they should be. Um, we had, 
if you remember my trials and tribulations with them, the uh, uh, we had the cats that kept using the planter that they were in as a litter box. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, Laura, <laughs> Laura took them, dug them all up, and put them in a container. But I think we may have put too many in a container. Probably not. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to show you some pictures of them because they look good. They're they're doing real nice. Good. You said your poppies were coming up. Yeah. My, well, mine are all coming up, but they're starting to bloom. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the uh, larkspur, they're, the purple ones are blooming, blooming up a storm. Blue curl is, hasn't started yet, but close. And uh, let's see, the, oh gosh, it's that, that, that plant, uh, oh, the, the, uh, trying to think of the wildflowers, are verbena are, are blooming up a storm. And then the, what do we call the, the shade-loving plant that we always plant with the cyclamen, the primrose. Oh, okay. You know that there's another, that little wildflower with primrose has got, yeah. can either have a yellow flower or mm-hmm. an orange or a pink flower. They're they're blooming, too. Good. So. All right. Uh, did you want to make a report real quick before we go to the phone lines? Well, uh, you mean the the, the the plant that I've... Yes. Xylosma. Oh, I was oh, going to suggest okay. that. Why, you, why didn't you? I don't uh, know. But I was. I had this fixture that there was a Z in there. Well, it's an X and Y. Like oh. xylophone. Yeah. That, but Trey said somebody had sent me a picture, and it was the compact xylosma. It had a thorn on it, and that's what threw me. Uh, but Trace recognized it. In fact, there's one growing here at the nursery, a very old specimen. And he had identified it, so yay! That's all right. Cool. We have Cindy on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Cindy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, but my rose bush isn't. Oh, uh, what's it doing? Well, all the leaves on it are brown. It's a knockout rose. It's about six feet tall. And all the leaves are brown. Um, and look dead. It's supposed to be green. Yeah, the <laughs> leaves are supposed to be green. Yeah. There aren't any garish stems or anything. No, I haven't. There's some places have like little buds out. The the I guess the stems, you know, the columns that the leaves are on. That. Still green, but all the leaves are brown. Now, is this with other roses in a row no, with other just, roses? No, it's just on in the front on the corner by itself. It's by itself. And all how long it. has it been? How long has it been planted there? Oh gosh, about three, four years. Oh okay. Hmm. Yeah, because they, they most of them are responding now to this weather. Yeah. Did the leaves turn brown all at once, or uh, did they come out come into the spring with brown leaves? No, it's it's been that way about. Well, I guess since that last frost, when it got twenty seven degrees, if that could have got it, because it's right on the corner of the house, and there's no other plants around or anything, if that could have got it. There's no gas line there, is it? No, we do. Everything's electric. There's no gas. Okay. Okay. Nobody has sprayed anything, uh, neighbor's yard or anything. I don't know what they would spray would kill a whole three-year-old knockout. 
Well, you don't. <laughs> uh, our, uh, the, the broadleaf weed yeah. poison that we've been talking about. Well, if you, you? I don't think anybody sprays. If they sprayed the uh, fields near here. No, you can see it. Well, what Jerry's, Jerry's talking about, it's hard to... The, the usual thing would be Roundup, which would, you know, would just be, if you got a lingering bit on there, then it would be a slow process. And make the leaves curl and yeah. look weird, too. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah did you, did anybody, anybody dig at the roots at all? No, we haven't yet. You might, you might want to do that. But the, did it go all at once, or...? Yeah, pretty much so. It, you know, it didn't. The leaves were, you know, they were the green and the, the kind of red-looking, you know, kind of like they're supposed to look. And then all of a sudden, they just turned brown. The whole plant. If I could cut it back. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, well, that's about the only choice. Are the stems? Did you say the stems were green? Yes, the stems are green. That hold the leaves? Yes, that hold in the but leaves. They're nice and green. but they're, yes. And there's no there's no funny kind of construction or um, crinkly, deformed leaves or anything? Nothing green. Hmm. There's no green leaves on it whatsoever. You got um, any, any master gardeners in your, in your neighborhood? <laughs> Yes, Kevin. If we don't know, they don't know. Well, somebody, yeah. uh, us, uh, somebody looking at it really makes a difference oh, in okay. the description. Uh, okay. You've done that fifty times. <laughs> you go out. Now. That's not how you described it. Yeah, but uh, if you wanted to do something, just do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, how tall is the bush? Well, about six foot. Yeah, I would. Uh, since all the leaves are brown, that's not good. And holding onto the plant, uh, if the leaves, are, if the stems are still green, I would mm-hmm. cut that thing in half. Okay. Trim it back in half. Now and, and see if it resprouts. But I'm I'm betting that it's not going to resprout. Well, and if you if the, if it's real wobbly, yeah, uh, that the, that's there. why that's why I suggest you dig you dig. A, Dig a little bit around the roots because it'll be pretty obvious if it's a root rot. Yeah. No, in other words, if you can pull it up, pull the, the that three-year-old root system up. Or just even push on it and it leans over. Yeah. Then that's a cotton root rot or yeah. a root rot. Root rot. Okay. So, it, yeah, I'll just get a little one. There, I think there was another plant y'all had mentioned one time that looked similar but didn't get so big. It wasn't really a rose, but... <laughs> oh, that the rose that uh, Trace uh, likes. Yeah, the uh, climbing, uh, the uh, the new the new type of uh, drift rose. Drift rose. Drift rose. Drift rose. Okay, uh, maybe because this just got too big anyway. Yeah. Well, the, the drift roses get pretty big, but you can cut them back. Um, but, but, if, but if it's a root, root rot... Uh, don't you plant may, it there. Uh, planting yeah. another rose there may not be the yeah uh, the option. Okay, I'll just put something in a container maybe there. Okay. The good news okay. is 
The good news is they're on sale today through Monday. Oh. Okay, well. Maybe Regularly twenty four ninety nine, which is almost twenty five dollars. Almost. Almost. On sale yeah. for eighteen eighty eight. Oh my goodness, that is a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I just I know how you ladies like sales, so no, oh, that, that's good. Yes, All anything right. that's for sale, if you need it or not, buy it. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Cindy gets us. <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm going to go push on that thing and see what happens. Put my yeah, all right. See if, you can, see if you can pull it up. Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Well, uh, speaking of uh, cancellations, we need to talk about cancellations. Yeah. Now. Uh Everybody all over town's canceling everything, except for the gardeners. The gardeners are not gardeners, scared of that stinking. They're still gardening. Uh, so how I about, still think it has something to do with beer. Okay, I know you do, but I'm not sure that the CDC would agree with you. But okay, <laughs> all right. So okay. uh, start off. We, where do you want to start? You know, we we did spring. We canceled spring bloom yesterday. Right. And uh, that's. Was that a postponement or a cancellation? It's a postponement. Okay, good. Uh, to March, oh, let's see, well, to, until further notice. Okay. And um, th- then tomorrow, we were supposed to, at the garden center, Yeah. we were supposed to have the uh, essentials and gardening meeting mm-hmm. with, uh, with uh, two pretty good speakers. Yeah. And uh, that was to be marked tomorrow, March 16th, 2 to 3 at the San Antonio Garden Center. And that has been canceled. Yep. On the error of the side of caution. What do you think of that? That's good. Uh, so it's canceled. And I was looking forward to it because Ron Cecil, Cecil was going to be there sharpening tools. Uh, in place of uh, Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom. Uh, and do you know why he's going to replace? Tom? I'm hoping I do. Yeah, go ahead and say <laughs> it because it's good if you're going to. GVST co-founder and former president, Dr. Tom Harris, A.K.A. the Hill Country Gardener, recently turned 85 years son. Yeah, no, son. He, he might yeah. not have minded you telling it was his birthday. He may not have wanted you. Well, to tell I got me. it on this. Print out here. I understand you've got it on the printout, <laughs> but uh, and if you want to mail him a card, you can mail it at uh, mail it to. Uh, now, are you sure that, that was two o three Casberry? Okay, are you sure that was for public knowledge? Do what? It was like never mind. <laughs> so that's going to be canceled, and I I got a. Notification in yesterday's mail uh, about the uh, garden center sale. Yeah. That was, uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Uh, the garden center sale, the annual plant sale, was supposed to be March 2021. 2021. Mm-hmm. So it has been, been postponed. Yeah, that would have been next weekend. Yeah. The interest of the public safety and to err on the side of caution, our partners in San Antonio Garden Center 
are postponing their annual plant sale, which is supposed to be Saturday, March 2021st, until further notice. So, uh, and that's, that's been going on forever. That's, that's where the ladies of the garden center, before they had many garden clubs around, would bring their plants and sell them. And uh, notable people that were selling them was Margaret Kane. I think she brought uh, gingers. She would always bring the ginger, the ginger lady. And uh, then Ms. Cavender would bring plants there, too. Hmm. That lived to be 103. Wow. Ms. Yeah. Cavender did. But anyway, they're going to postpone that. Okay. Now, what people don't realize... Uh, is that uh, like for the plant sale of the uh, spring bloom it was yesterday that got canceled people have been growing plants for that thing yeah all year long and uh, some have even had them loaded to mm. take down there on Friday so uh, and and uh, I th- uh, David Rodriguez I think had ordered a bunch of plants that he had to find a home for. The, uh, uh, speaking of David Rodriguez and the Master Gardeners, they have canceled uh, uh, the Bear County Master Gardener monthly meeting, which is supposed to be Thursday the 19th. Uh, this coming Thursday, I guess, right? Yeah. And finally... They canceled spring cultivate. Yeah, the, you know we talked to that. Yeah, cute little uh, yes. gal that runs that thing. One of my volunteers. Okay. Uh, and uh, I hope she. It, it's canceled. What's that? Oh, nothing. We'll just move on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, they. Uh, I guess they uh, people sent in uh, money to, uh, to pay for the. Oh uh, yeah, because they were... pay for the deal, and uh, they're going to refund. Refunds will be arranged, and uh, we hope to see everyone at the fall cultivate. Mm-hmm. So they they're going we'll to do it twice. Totally here. cancel the uh, spring cultivate. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. Uh, I was going to I was going to announce that the the program I'm scheduled to give on oh, March yeah. 30th is is still on schedule, but I'm getting a little uh Are you whether whether I should uh emphasize that because I don't know what the the plans are. But uh, the uh, and Calvin draws a lot of old people. Yeah, too. Wilson County the beautification <laughs> uh, group uh, that we're going to hold uh, March 30th at 6:30. I'll be talking about uh, butterflies attracting and producing uh, butterflies, and it's an event that's uh, down at Jack's Restaurant in uh, Floresville. So okay. it's a lot of a lot of fun, and. Uh, Go to their website, uh, Floresville Beautification uh, Group, and uh, keep you informed. See if it's still on it's on schedule. Yeah, so far, it is, but uh, things can change in this kind of a yeah. uh, atmosphere at this point. Now, so, I, I suspect there won't be 500 folks there. Oh, but, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Well, you're okay. 
All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Millburgers works hard to make sure that when you come there, you know you're going to find the plants that grow well in this area. You're going to find the products that keep those plants healthy and happy. And you're going to find people that can keep you in the know with how to care for those plants. And right now, we're going to talk about some of those plants. Millburgers has a big sale right now on impatience and begonias. Because I'm going to put those two together because right now... They're priced to plant in mass. They're just 98 cents each for impatience in the 4-inch pot and 98 cents each for begonias in the 4-inch pot. And you can get a lot of them and plant them in mass and just have an instant boost of color to your yard. Right now, you'll find drift roses on sale at Millburgers in the 3-gallon container, just $18.88. You'll find Mexican heather on sale, fruit trees, and much, much more. Check them out at millburgernursery.com or come by and visit with Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. We'll see there. All the leaves are brown and the sky South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Another option is if you are interested in bringing wildlife to your yard, whether that's birds or squirrels or butterflies or bats, or you want to know the best ways to observe them or the things that are migrating through San Antonio, uh, connect to, with Wild Birds Unlimited on, on Hebner Road in Northwest Military. Bill and Kyle have been uh, doing this for a number of years and can help you find uh, everything that you need from feeders to houses to binoculars, all the things that you need to uh, create a, a wonderful garden. Purple Martin houses. Yeah, Purple Martin feed, uh, the right kind of feed. Calvin was talking about the suet yesterday and all that. Oh, yeah, that pe- pepper-flavored yeah. suet is wonderful. Uh, and they know it. What, you know, and and uh, Jerry wants me to point out, too, that, <laughs> that the uh, Wild Birds Unlimited has a uh, owl cam going on right now. Uh, and uh, if you Google, uh, if you go to their website, uh, just Google in Hebner Road location at Wild Birds Unlimited, you can find out more about the, uh, the owl cam, which is really cool. And um, you can get their newsletter as well uh, coming from them, and that'll tell you all about the things that they have on sale and uh, all the things they're featuring. So, uh, well, I went to the I went to did the, you go to the owl cam? Uh, the owl cam. Okay, it ain't, ain't much going on right now. Oh, the owl's kind of quiet. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll know when it is, and, and then you got it. You can just check on the owls periodically. Uh, but go by and visit with them. Uh, they're open today until uh, 4 o'clock. It's Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner, and Northwest Military. Say hi to Kyle for us. Uh, I wonder if anybody brought up the idea of calling it, like, instead of cheers, chirps. If you did, you can tell us how that went. 
Uh, but it's uh, its number is two one zero four seven nine. It really stimulated a lot of laughs here. Twenty, I know. No. Actually, it's pretty clever. <laughs> Thank you. The uh, number for Whoppers. Speaking of clever, look who's here. Hey, it's Trip Steve. All right, two one zero four seven nine twenty four seventy three. That's four seven nine Bird B I R D. All right, two one zero three zero eight. You used eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. All right, Calvin and Drip Steve are, con- are con- <laughs> conferring Getting over excited there. excited about yeah. a cucumber. Calvin is very excited. All right, what you got going on over there? Uh, uh, Steve, Steve went ahead and planted some tatuma. Oh, okay. Because that's, that's an issue. Uh, um, why, go ahead and, Steve, explain why. Here, do you want to get the mic? Well, he's gonna, here you go. Got a mic. Here you go, Steve. Summer squash. Well, the reason that I switched over to Tuma, to Tuma a few years ago was because the lot the boars don't bother it. It's a vine type of squash. Right. Grows up like 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 those little bitty footballs they throw at the yeah games. yeah they're every, good every foot. <laughs> and if you fertilize them, yeah, thirty foot out there in the t- into your yard, those. Well, uh, well, well, one year, uh, the wind blew the seeds I was drying. Uh-oh. And then the next spring, they were all uh, in the back. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of them. Yeah. But these, this is a, uh, those of you that have had trouble with those uh, squash vine borers, yeah. this is an option because the, the squash it, tastes uh, the same and basically. Yeah, they taste every good as yeah. uh, regular and, uh, e- squash. And easier to grow. <clears throat> and, uh. That is the preferred squash for Mexican food, uh, Mexican cooking, like a calavacita. Is that right? Oh, yeah. yeah. But don't let it get it'll too get big. It'll be soccer ball size. Uh, I mean, it's a little pumpkin, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think softball size is the Yeah, yeah that, that's the best for, like, stir-fry and everything. But, but I've let them get as big as a football and cut them in half and clean the seeds out. And then butter it and bake them. No, oh, they use it just like winter squash. Winter squash, huh? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want Jerry? Do you want him to uh, grow some seed for you, and you can grow some? No. No. (laughs) Jerry, if it's not if it's not broccoli or tomatoes. (laughs) Oh well, we we had a bumper crop on broccoli this year. Golly, the weather. Yeah, it was good weather. Yeah, broccoli. Perfect. Very cool. Well, thank you, sir. And okay, this was, uh, well, you got a, how old was this seed? 2016. Uh-huh. What did you say the germination 50%. rate was? Huh? 50%. 50%. 50%. Yeah. Of course, be, that's what we expect yeah. from a big seed like that. I'll, yeah. I'll bring you some seeds at the end of the season, too. And, and you don't have any seeds of Rio Grande Gold, do you? No. No. <laughs> I, I, had, I had some in the past, and I used them, but. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, uh, I'll see if I can probably find Probably about some. 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> What are you holding that little twig? Well, this is off a Monterey oak I planted. Yeah. And I was wondering if there's anything I could do to make the buds sprouting out look a little bit better. No. Is that That's just right? a young young sprout. Is that normal? Yeah. Okay. Leave your tree alone. Because all the green leaves that are beside it look pretty good. The big green leaves. Yeah. It'll it'll come out. Okay. Well, that's that's why I wanted to ask. Okay. Always the the question with uh, them uh, Monterey oak and uh, live oaks even. Why do we call them evergreen when they drop their leaves? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
they almost every all year. Them, but they drop a whole yeah. bunch of them. Yeah. Boy, they're dropping them now, and they're pollinating. Yay. And I, I went ahead and put the, uh, the fertilizer on it. Good. And uh, I used, like you recommend, the... Uh, the Iron sulfur, uh, iron no, uh, the, plus... The, but the uh, so release release, lawn yeah, fertilizer. So okay, release. good. And that, and you know, that, it's a good time of the year to do that because the the lawn doesn't take up all the, the nutrients. The tree will get access to them. Their little the roots are a little more active, I guess. Yeah, ho- hopefully we'll start getting some rain like we normally. Do. Oh gosh, yeah. I thought we were going to have some this week. <laughs> I tried it this morning a little bit. Yeah, I did. Spit and sputtering. Yeah. Right? Sounds good. Thanks, okay. Steve. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, Thanks for coming by. All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Uh, Neil's got a, Neil in, in today, Neil's yesterday's paper. Yeah. Calvin wrote about the, the butterfly, uh, monarch butterfly. And uh, <laughs> uh, Cliff just, this uh, Bingham uh, just stopped by and. Got some of those uh, tropical dives. He said he has a lot better luck with the tropicals than he does uh, the oh, natives. They're so, they're so much easier to manage. Yeah, he he says that uh, the natives are uh, water users. I mean, he has uh, to water them all the time. Well, it takes them a while to get settled. Yeah, they're survivors if once you get them established. Right, but uh, you know you 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 have. A foliage production for the egg laying, and you have blooms on a tropical immediately. Because uh, we got monarchs right now, and our, most of our natives are just just starting to come out of the ground. So uh, he's gonna plant some more uh, butterfly. Now this plant. Is, and uh, Trace says that uh, more we're, coming. we're talking about that we had a huge. Group of uh, tropical milkweeds. We have, don't have a lot left, but a new new uh, shipments coming in next week, early next week. Yeah, mist flower and uh, uh, milkweed. Yeah, I was I took I was saddened by the picture and with Calvin's article yesterday because of the little wounds on the, the wing. South Texas oh. is mo- the monarch's last destination before they die. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he got a picture of kind of a tore-up butterfly. So we got to make it nice for him. Yeah. Well, that's that's part of that complex lifestyle. They they lay their eggs, and then that generation dies, and the, the next generation moves further north. Oh, okay. It happens for like four times before they get all the way to Canada, and then just in time to come back. Huh. Come back and go through San Antonio again yeah. on their way to Mexico. Neil got a question uh, in yesterday's paper that I'm having trouble controlling weeds. I've used the DIY. Do it yourself. Yeah, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Good, thank you, Milton. The do it yourself recipes containing vinegar, salt, bleach, hmm. etc. But with no results. Oh, no. That sounded for a while like he was cooking sauerkraut, <laughs> but then I guess the bleach didn't. It? We have two wells. What is the safest commercial weed killer we can use and still drink the water? 
And uh, Neil says, uh, I can help you with the broadleaf weed. You'll never see or hear me suggesting those concoctions of home remedies. Neil had to throw that in. Apply any of the labeled uh, products containing 2,4-D as a spray directly to the weeds. And don't, don't mow them down before you spray them because you want the foliage to uptake the, the product. There are a combination of products that also have ingredients that are active in the soil as they kill weeds through their roots. However, 2,4-D must go through the foliage, so it would be my choice. And, of course, our choice here is a weed-free zone. That's they sell here. I was, I was taking some weed-free zone to Curtis Hoffman, Hoffman right. the other day, last week. And as I was walking out, a lady says, do they have that here? Hmm. <laughs> I didn't know her. Either. She said, do they have that here? I said, yes, ma'am. That's where I got it, up here front. And uh, she said, last year, when y'all were talking about it, she had to order it off of... Uh, eBay, I guess. Or Amazon. Amazon. Probably Amazon. Yeah. Had to order it off, off Amazon. Uh, we had it last year, too. Seemed like it, yeah. So uh, I don't know if other places have it. Yeah. And with all this heavy rain we're getting ready to have. I'll get you that forecast after the break. <laughs> <laughs> all this heavy rain we're going to have, now's the time to apply. And this... This uh, we we talk about uh, when we talk about applying a contact herbicide that just kills grasses. We're always talking about how slow it is this time of the year. Yeah, uh, and uh, this is fast. Uh, uh, weed-free zone. You, you, you know, in two days you're going to have a a kill if you follow the label instructions. Right. On you know dandelions, thistle, bed straw. Uh, now the net new one, beggar's lice, has moved into the picture. Uh, but all of those are uh, are easy to kill uh, with uh, weed-free zone, and you've got lots of options, different yeah. options. I like that uh, hose-end sprayer. Yeah, and I kind of like the Chris, screw it up. I like the hand spray, a small container, so that you can kind of uh, you don't have to uh, mortgage your house. I like to, to nuke the whole yard. Yeah, yeah that's right. You would. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we have a. Are we were at a breaking point? Yeah. Okay, we had James on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Got something with his tomatoes happening. What's going oh. on, James? They're turning purple. James, you there? Come in, James. Can you hear me? There you are. What's going on? Okay. Well, can you I'm, hear I'm me in now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We got you. How can we help you? Okay. I'm going to try not to move here. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, I got a Juliet tomato that I overwintered, and it, this thing is a monster, and I'm picking tomatoes all winter, and it's got literally hundreds of yellow blooms on it right now. But what I noticed just yesterday after your show was over, overnight it seems like uh, the leaves are starting to yellow from the inside plant out. And, uh, they're, starting, they're starting to yellow, did you say? From the inside of the plant out. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just old foliage. Oh, it's old foliage? It's not a disease? Yeah. That's what I'm, no, that's what I'm no, wondering. There's no... Oh, okay. 
if yeah. you if you don't see any uh, symptoms of uh, alternary or early blight or anything like that, uh, little spots on the leaves, uh, that's just uh, old leaves. And also, okay. it could be. How, how have you been fertilizing it? One hundred percent. I just has to grow. It has to grow. And uh, in the drenching the ground, the soil. Okay. Okay. It, and it's it, done really it, well, but it's starting to look bad, just like overnight. Yeah. Yeah. You might. Uh, it's it, how big is the plant? How tall is it? Oh, I'm standing right next to it. It's probably at the top end, five feet tall. Okay. Um, and you plan to keep it this summer, right? Well, I want to, but my concern is my potted up spring tomatoes are going to put in the growing on the same uh, area, garden, if you will. And it's concerned with Juliet if I had a disease, I should just put it out. I don't want to see my tomato plants. No, I don't. I don't think that has a disease. Okay. I think it's just right. an old plant, and it's too cool for okay. spider mites, huh? Okay, I, I'm sure this doesn't have anything to do with it, but I know it's inside the cage. It's in a concrete uh, reinforcement market. Right. When I was in Fulton yesterday, I'm looking at it right now. There's a bird's nest inside the middle of the cage, and that's where it's really started yellowing. Does that have a coincidence there? A bird's, a bird's nest? Yeah, what kind yeah, of bird is, is it? I have no <laughs> idea. There's no, there's no it's, bird in it. it. it it's empty. I'm looking at if it. Yeah. If it's a if it's a bird nest of a English brown sparrow, probably you'll be okay. Probably be a wren. But if it's not uh, one, of, if it's one of those nasty martins, no, I don't too, have any martins. Too all late. late. They'd be yeah. tall, they'd be up higher. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, I just thought okay. James, you'll be okay. You might want to trim that tomato in half. You know, let it push out some new growth. You mean top Thank it? Or just yeah, top it. Top, top it. it. Uh, so yeah. It, I can... So it so it'll push out new growth from the bottom, the base. Okay. Yeah, because you're growing at the top coming live, but uh, yeah. I can do that. We're I, we're I, losing I, you, James. So <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Thanks, man. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Cherry Parsons on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Millburgers works hard to make sure that when you come there, you know you're going to find the plants that grow well in this area. You're going to find the products that keep those plants healthy and happy, and you're going to find people that can keep you in the know with how to care for those plants. And right now, we're going to talk about some of those plants. Millburgers has a big sale right now on impatience and begonias because I'm going to put those two together because right now, they're priced to plant in mass. They're just $0.98 cents each for impatience in the 4-inch pot and $0.98 cents each for begonias in the 4-inch pot. And you can get a lot of them and plant them in mass and just have an instant boost of color to your yard. Right now, you'll find Drift Roses on sale at Millburgers in the 3-gallon container, just $18.88. You'll find Mexican Heather on sale, fruit trees, and much, much more. Check them out at millburgernursery.com or come by and visit with Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. We'll see you there. 
to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls at 210-308-8867. What else is Neil having Neil had another question, said, uh, the question is, I have an awful dose, an awful dose, I've never seen it described like that, of fire ants in the area where I'd like to have a vegetable garden. If I put down the poison bait and then cover it with fresh soil, will the poison affect my vegetables and get into our bodies as we eat the produce? How did Neil respond to that? Neil says, yes, it will kill you within a matter of seven to ten days. Neil did not say that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, to begin with, there's only a very few uh, systemic fungicides or systemic insecticides uh, that you can, can obtain, can buy. So, uh, and the fire ant baits are not one of them. So it, it, it does not go into the soil, and it does not, uh, 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 it's not uptaken. Even if it did, it would not be uptaken by the vegetable plant. But, but I, I remember that Neil. Yeah. Neil said, Neil said, I wouldn't do that, but, but covering it up with fresh soil. My recommendation is always to read and follow label instruction directions. If a product says that it shouldn't be used in vegetable areas, you should not do so. And the good news is there are some that are yeah that you can use. And uh, I, I, let's see, yeah, I, I recommend using one of the bait products that gives six to eight months of protection around the edges. Around the edges, yeah. The the original one was Amdro, of course, the fire and bait. But the uh, uh, it's, uh, you'd have to use it around the edge of the garden. But you remember the ga- the baits, you wouldn't want to cover them up because you want the fire ants to come get the bait, take it back to the to the home, <laughs> their little mound, and feed their mama. They're poisoning their mama milk them, but they don't know it. It's a sad situation. Killed mama. Uh, the, uh, anyway, uh, the ants will find it and carry it back to the mound. Those products are very dependable, and you can find several on the market. Now, they just they they also take co- two weeks to work. Though. Yeah. There are also a couple of products on the market that can be used for mound treatment. Within a vegetable garden, let a Texas master certified nursery professional help you, or you can just simply read the label on some of the baits. Now, uh, they've got we got lots of options here yeah. at Millburgers in terms of both both the label for the in the vegetable garden and around them, uh, yeah. and they, and they work. The thing, the thing about fire ants in a vegetable garden is that uh, a lot of times, if you use mulches and things like that, you can't find the main mound. Well, you can the minute you start yeah. sitting down or <laughs> pulling weeds. Like I tell people, people say, I don't ever have fire ants. I said, you take a little 
piece of uh, hamburger meat, raw hamburger meat, and put out on your patio and wait about two hours. Those fire ants will be all over that mm. hamburger meat. Uh, the, as thick as they are around te- in Texas now, I don't know what happened. What happened to that senator and the Aggies were getting rid of going to get rid of the fire ants. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, it's the same place as the uh, cotton root rot. And, uh, <laughs> the cotton root rot and the bees. The bees, yeah. yeah. Killer bees. Killer bees. Oh, okay. thought well, they were going to try to get rid of bees. They seem to. No, <laughs> the bees seem to be doing that. They were going to control the killer bees. But the, the bee population in general controlled themselves. They all yeah. hybridized and came out with a model version there. But uh, the the uh, I thought I thought they were gonna get rid of those ants when that when that first came out I was telling people uh, I was betting on the ants. I think you win the bet. <laughs> uh, then they, then uh, let's see he has cedar trees. Uh, somebody wrote in the cedar trees have a strange gel- jelly-like growth. On their small branches. What is it and do I need to be worried? And uh, Neil identifies it as a cedar apple rust in one of its life cycles. I don't think I've ever seen. Now, I knew what cedar apple rust was up in Kansas where we were growing, growing a lot of apples and things like that. But I don't think I've ever seen cedar apple rust. On a, on a tree. In We've te- probably seen in it. Texas. We just didn't know. It. We didn't know that. Yeah. But anyway, all that gets uh, it moves to moves to apple trees in the neighborhood. It's really damaging to apples, but not to cedar trees. I wouldn't worry about it on your cedars. So uh, that's what you need to keep in mind on that deal. And some of us, uh, Neil had a question on uh, on those real tall uh, junipers. Or, oh, I, this is I, a good I, one. This is yeah, one. that's this. a terrible thing because it it, it it they got a picture of it and it it killed the top. Yeah. Well, and we've we've always we talk about we don't recommend Leyland cypress and some of the other columnar. Uh, cypress and cedars because we can't figure out w- what it takes to have them survive. Some do so well, and yeah. then, then then you get this dying plant, plant that you rely on and love. And and uh, Neil uh, identifies a, uh, a bacteria, type. yeah, a, bacteria uh, that is attacking them, yeah. And that that disease plugs up the vascular system, and the plant dies. And that would explain too why all the treatments everybody tries have just not don't do the job. He, he mentioned something about you got to get to it early, but I he didn't uh, say the what kind of treatment was the preventative treatment you could do. I don't know that there is any. <laughs> uh, Somebody saw uh, Alderica pine or, or Afghan pine. They saw it growing in Fredericksburg last weekend. I thought they required acid soil, but those look good. 
So do some in the San Antonio. So do some in the San Antonio. I believe they're called Afghan pine. What is the story on those types that are growing in alkaline soil? Well, the long and the short of the story is uh, years ago, uh, what is it, 30 years ago? Yeah, when I can let's see. Yeah. How long have you been here? Since 1989. Okay. So, uh, yes. 30, 40. 40 years 40. ago. Is that right? Nine yeah. Well, when we recommended them, actually had them on our uh, plant list. Yeah. Recommended plant list. Uh, I think I think Calvin uh, put those on our recommended. <laughs> That's what you keep saying. <laughs> but uh, and and they look good up Gus, to about ten years. I remember Gus uh, over there in the uh, Pusheen. Yeah, yeah. He really promoted them there for a while. Oh yeah, and and the Christmas tree growers yeah. would grow them because but because they came up for everybody said well they came from oh, Afghanistan and they were beautiful mm-hmm. and they dealt with our soil and a drought yeah but until they started dying <laughs> so uh, uh, let's see Neil blames it on uh, in the 1970s said these were introduced in the 1970s we thought we had a real winner for the western two-thirds of Texas because we finally had had a type that could handle alkaline dry soil but within 15 or 20 years, I think it's sooner than that, uh, we began to see them suddenly die, and we soon realized it was following periods of extensive rainfall. I don't know whether that stimulated the diseases that they had, or they also had some insect problems. Pine. Take your pet. Pine deal. No. Uh, general. Uh, the combination of the uh, stresses, whatever it was, they started biting the dust. Yeah. That's why it's so hard to recommend trees. Or, you know. Uh, well, it was a, but it was a relatively reasonable research effort uh, before yeah. the recommendation came. Yeah. Well, they're from Afghanistan. They, all, they live there. They all live anywhere. But uh, Neil said... Uh, they can't handle. They can handle the drought, but they don't fare well with wet soil. We have all pulled our recommendations, and we did that on plant answers too. But uh, the the deal is, if you have one, any of our listeners have one, and they're looking good, and it's less than uh, ten years old. You enjoy it for ten years, then you have to pay somebody five to seven hundred dollars to take that big tree down in ten years because there's no cure for it. You can't spray it. You can't uh, uh, control the insects, and definitely can't control the weather. Based on what he said, I guess there must be a bunch of them around, but I haven't. I don't know. Notice them that they're they've all died that, out. Yeah, that there's that many. A left. lot of them have died out. But uh, I know I had a I had a, a judge were uh, at the courthouse that lived out in Hollywood Park, and uh, and he called me called me to see what was wrong with his pine. It's been beautiful for ten years. He loved it. Oh no. 
And I said, it's died. Oh, no, I'll spray it with something. No, there's no saving it. Because he didn't, he didn't like that attitude. No, I imagine he wanted a different response. But that's the truth. This, uh, this, uh, this Italian cypress trees. That's what kills me because they're the real tall trees that people use around two-story houses yeah. and the landscape plant. And to grow that tall, the one he's got pictured in there, took several years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and and so then to and then for it to die. Yeah. So that's a heartbreaker. Are they easy to cut down? These are, uh, these, are e- these are easier than a big afghan, but they're still difficult. Yeah. Because they're always jammed in against the building. And oh. <laughs> so you have to be careful what you buy. Now, like, like I said, we took it off of our recommended tree list. Yeah, the afghan. And uh, that's why it's so easy to... To, re- to recommend uh, tomato varieties or pepper varieties because you can test them two or three times out in the field or in your in gardens before you recommend it broad, broadly uh, recommend it. So, uh, but trees and, and shrubs too to a certain degree um, takes years to see how they're going to perform. It's a sad story. So anyway, right. uh, talking about uh, about a minute and a half. Minute and a half. The show's over. Almost. Last call for pre-emergent herbicide granules to prevent crabgrass and grass birds. And uh, so this would be a good time with all that heavy rain coming, Milton. Yeah, Wednesday seems to be the greatest chance. Really good, up to forty percent, right? Forty yeah, percent on Wednesday, forty percent Tuesday night. Oh, okay. Wednesday, and Wednesday you night, thirty. You really don't need a a heavy rain for that pre-emergence. Pre-emergence in there, half an inch would be nice, but I just think I'm a little worried about that uh, pre-emergent I uh, applied down at Rockport that they've gotten. Hopefully, they've gotten enough rain. Uh, after that, because it does take some to get it, get that uh, coating yeah. in place. Yeah, and we we recommend uh, image no D- dimension dimension uh, amaze uh, amaze Excel. Uh, amaze is the one that was in short supply. Yeah, well, not yet. Oh, I mean it's a uh, yeah. Trace brought them. Yeah, Trace is the manufacturer's uh, uh, the plant has got closed down for some right. reason. But uh, but there's Dimension, uh, which is a different manufacturer. But XL and Amaze are basically by the same manufacturer. We're going to say goodbye for today. Uh, Thanks to Al back at the station doing a great job getting all the songs and getting all your calls on the air. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you back here next Saturday at Millburgers. Don't forget the Rosarians will be here. So come on out and uh, learn from them on 930.